Welcome back to the Signs of the Southland podcast presented by From the Rumble Seat. I am your host, Akshay Ishwaran, and joining me live today from the basement of the MRDC building. I don't know why I have building there. This is Jake Grant and Cade Lawson. How are y'all doing tonight? Why do you call everything the basement of the building? Because we're in the basement. No, the basement is below this floor. There's a window yeah. right there. This is the second floor. The first floor is below us. I don't know how to build buildings. I'm a CS major. I've got a chunk of the lane line. That's cool. What? Have you never been to a swimming pool before? Yeah. I mean, yes, but also why? It was on the floor in the locker room, so it's mine now. We have strange children here at, from the Rumble Seat. Children. But, uh, Jake. Been here longer than you have. That's not true at all. <laughs> Jake, please tell us about non-rev sports while you're fondling that lane line. So non-rev sports, there weren't as many in action this Halloween weekend. Um, the ones that were, were lit. I can't even do this. I'm sorry if anybody read uh, Yellow Jacket Roundup this week. He's a, that hurt me to write. And I'm no, it didn't. No, no, don't listen to him. He enjoyed it, which is the sad part. It's it, the it, saddest part of all. My midterm that was supposed to be today got moved to Wednesday. Um, so I had an hour and a half that I was going to be productive, and instead I did that. Um, he leaned so very heavily into the millennial memes. If, if you learned a thing or two about millennial slang, then you're welcome. And if not, then you didn't miss out on much. Technically, it's Gen Z slang. Technically. Those millennials trying to trying to take our jobs and our terms. Um, but yeah, let's get that bread. Um, God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. This so is why uh, you don't let people born after 1997 record on your podcast. Actually, you would have... It'd just be you talking in an empty room without the three of us. But uh, anyways, uh, I'm, fine with I'm sure it. you'll get Kiefer again someday soon. Um, Non-rev recap. Uh, we had cross-country up in Jamaica Plains, Massachusetts. Jamaica. Yeah, no, it's not that exotic. Um, it's Massachusetts. It sucks. It's boring. Is Massachusetts the opposite of exotic? It's like I said, it sucks. Gross. <laughs> The Georgia Tech of the North was not competing, sadly, but uh, Boston College and the rest of the ACC were there. Um, it was a little bit of a disappointment for the Jackets, who uh, uh, the women were ranked in the top 25 most of the year, uh, but they came in just a couple points behind sixth place of Duke to finish in seventh, uh, and the men finished in 11th, again, in that kind of middle pack of teams. Neither were in the bottom, uh, bottom tier, neither were in the top tier, so, I mean... You finish in that like five to ten, five to eleven range. There's not a lot of variance in that, but um, I mean, it was pretty good running. Uh, Coach Drosky said it best that uh, the first third of the race wasn't great to them, but they came back strong, so that's good. Uh, their averages weren't very far behind the leaders, so that shows lots and lots of good depth. Um, and especially the women's team, which again was ranked most of the year, uh, is fairly young, so. Uh, That'll be exciting for next year. Uh, but they've got NCAA regionals in a week, so we can look forward to that. Um, I'm rambling now. But a uh, quick hit at women's tennis. Uh, the Racket Jackets were up in Nashville. Um, they did pretty well. It was a June Stewart tournament. You got Texas Tech, which was a very highly ranked team last year, and Vanderbilt as well that they uh, were able to play against. Vanderbilt is the team that beat us in the Final Four. So... You're not going to get much better competition than that. Losing a couple games against them isn't the worst thing in the world, but an upset would have been nice. 
Uh, it's tough when uh, you're the third best team in your conference and the fourth best team in the country. But such is the life for uh, the best team on the flats. Uh, we'll see how they actually look um, against conference competition come January when they're back with the MLK Invitational at Michigan to kick off indoor season and then the, uh, the actual spring slate. So uh, it was a pretty good fall for them. They got a lot of freshmen kind of working them into the mix. Um, Akshay's nodding his head. Um, in approval. In approval. In rare, rare approval, but I'll take it. Um, we're missing Ethan tonight, so you get a lot of me talking. Unfortunately. Um, it is unfortunate. Um, and then volleyball, our last non-rev sport of the weekend. Uh, went 2-0. It went well. It went so well. After a surprisingly disappointing, I think it's fair to call what's happened so far in conference disappointing for them, right? I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're they're four and eight in conference now, but they are on a two game winning streak against an eh team in NC State who they swept uh, and a bad, bad uh, UNC uh, University of No Class UN cheats whatever you want to call them uh, tar hole team of uh, woof of volleyball. Um, but they went three and two. It was a comeback win. Those build character. Michaela Dowd played out of her mind. Uh, Michaela Dowd from uh, Chicago, Illinois. We might add. Uh, yes. Freshman Michaela Dowd from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Dominique Washington, also from Chicago, Illinois, had a couple great blocks. Um, I think she's from Chicago, but I just don't remember what school. Um, I think he's just making sure his favorites are from Chicago at this point. Uh, that may or may, or not, may or may not be true, but Mariana Brambilla, uh, of course. She's definitely not from Chicago. She's not. She's from Brazil. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, she played well, too. Uh, it's good to see them growing as the season goes on. I don't know what our odds are to make the tournament. Uh, right now, but there is no ACC conference tournament. And in our last, I believe, uh, we've played 12 games so far, so like six-ish games on the schedule. We play Pittsburgh, who is ranked number five in the country twice. So I'm not exactly enthralled by our chances to uh, finish out the season on a gigantic win streak. But hey, there's build character. We've got a really, really young team. Only Lauren Furking is uh, graduating off the... Uh, main starting uh, looks, and uh, yeah, no, that was pretty good. Uh, in other sports news, we got uh, baseball this weekend. Uh, can we not talk about baseball, guys? No, you're talking about baseball. I just want to see you suffer a little bit. I, this, is, this isn't suffering for me. This is suffering for everybody. We shouldn't lose to community colleges. I don't care who it is. Or how far in their defense, it was a twelve inning. It was a twelve inning exhibition. You got you got rotating in the you're rotating in the lineup like ten scoreless innings by the pitching staff. But eighteen still, at one point. Eighteen at uh, eighteen, 18 in a row. Strikeouts. strikeouts? 18, 18 strikeouts. I don't know. No, no, no. We're tired. We're tired. Tired. Okay. By the say, those by by both of the freshmen. Oh, that's uh, I want to say it was Rodig so and. I don't know. I was on the flat. Ronicky. Or no, Bartnicky. They Bart would Nicky. not let me into the uh, Georgia Tech-Auburn closed scrimmage or whatever was going on at the Auburn Yeah, it was arena. a closed scrimmage. Yeah, there was lots of cars. And I was like, oh, gosh, I think we're here. Um, we but, were. Yeah, no. Um, next time that From the Rumble Seat becomes a food blog again, I will be writing a review of Tumor's Corner. Um, uh, so, yeah, look out for that. Um, boo Auburn. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Boo Auburn! Yeah, I don't kind of like Auburn. Uh, I mean, I I'm fine with Auburn as as long as they Alabama. win coming coming up here against uh, against the, Athens Community College in the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Not to be confused with the South's oldest rivalry 
Not to be confused with the other South's oldest rivalry. Remember when we played Auburn every year? I don't. I was negative. 2006, my dude. It was a great year. No, 2005. We beat them in 03 and 05, and that's not every year. I meant 87, but... Okay, Mr. 92 on a traditions test. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add on the non-revenue sports? Um... Plug review really quick. Uh, go history. Um, if you're not into that, there will be a good hate week column coming up. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But that's not for about three weeks. But if you've got any features you want to see, let us know because I haven't planned past November, and uh, I want to write what you guys want to read. Um, so that's Jake's my really bad at plug. planning. We'll take that uh, awkward silence as an acceptance of his fate. I had meaner things to say, but then I just got sad when I thought about them. So yeah. Good times. Womp womp. All right. Let's talk about the happier stuff. Virginia Tech. Mr. Kate, Mr. Lawson, I believe you have a lot of thoughts on this game, Uh, especially because your famed, esteemed colleague, Mr. Tobias Oliver, was the starting quarterback. I don't know why I called him colleague. Peer? Peer? Redshirt freshman. Yeah, he is. Redshirt freshman. He is Kate's age. He's a peer. Um, but yes, you are. Uh, if you're out there, Cade Lawson. You really just need Big to. Supporter. You really just need to sign something of Cade's, and I think I think Cade will be set for life. Send him a fruit basket. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. A Derek Jeter basket. It's not a. He didn't just send a fruit basket. It was a gift basket. Edible, There's a lot of stuff in there. Edible arrangements. They're very tasteful. They're very tasteful. interesting. No. Um, but yeah, so final score from Blacksburg, Virginia, and Lane Stadium. Lane Stadium. Georgia Tech, 49. Uh, VPISU, 28. Uh, Tobias Oliver time was awesome. 215 total rushing yards, three touchdowns. Passing is absolutely overrated. Georgia Tech only ran the ball. They tried to pass once and didn't go so hot. But 465 yards on the ground and seven touchdowns. The offensive line played great, but the defense was. But they you know, not that bad. They got better. They were not that bad. They only allowed 323 yards. That's really good. I, I can't tell if you're being facetious I'm not or not. Being facetious at all this time. I usually am, but that's really good. All right, Cade. What are you? What are your thoughts on this if game? Give me an overview of this game. College team and you're holding a conference opponent under 400 yards. You're doing. Especially if you're under 350. So 323 is a very good job. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this game? Tech was pretty efficient in their touches. In they the just didn't half. have a lot of plays. I'm we, just wondering. We ran out the clock a lot. It was, a, it was death march after death march after death march, and it was awesome. Would one of y'all remind me who founded the Tobias Oliver hype train? Um, Matthew Cade Lawson. Hey, yes, it is. That was me. I did found the Tobias Oliver hype train. So. It's, it's got his name on it right on the front grill. I claim credit for that just forever. Um, the offense looked really good. It's not going to continue to look really good if they only open that up a little bit more. Because I think the number was he ran six-ish plays and kept the ball himself over 40 times, which is not sustainable at all. Virginia Tech's a better defense than we've played in weeks. I think it's better than Duke. I don't know why Bud Foster's never ready for the backup quarterback situation that we keep throwing at him where they just run veers and inside quarterback follows and like one rocket toss or two rocket tosses it always goes for like 20 yards rocket toss yeah it's rocket toss is the most exciting play in sports hot take it works 
I mean, if you're going to get stomped, at least make your opponent complete a pass. And they didn't. They didn't at all. Tobias was 0-1 passing. Yeah. 0-1 passing for zero yards. It's a zero QBR, guys. Not good. Not good. Yeah, but Tobias is basically an A-bear. zero for one. There, there you go. See, that's the spin zone we're looking for. I don't know. Tobias is a pretty efficient A-back. They don't call me the proper. He's an anyway, A-back with an arm. Anyway. Our leading, they said receiver, our leading receiver was number dash dash with zero yards. Tobias was the leading rusher, obviously 315 yards. What was 315? 215. I was going to say 315 is getting up there in Eddie Lee Ivory territory. Yeah. Boo. Shout out Eddie Lee. Good job. But yeah, that, it's, it's not sustainable for him to carry it 40 times. He's going to get hurt or tired, and people are going to adjust. Just I'm not like convinced that he's completely inept at running the offense as Paul Johnson apparently thinks he is by refusing to let him run. What Complex plays. I mean, he didn't I really mean, run anything out of the triple option he formation. He didn't he's let Taquan adjust at the line until this year, though. So Yeah, and it was bad last year. I don't continue to be bad this year. If you can't tell, Cade really doesn't like Taquan Marshall. No, Cade really likes Tobias. Positive spin zone. I like everybody. I just like winning. And like the, the okay, Charlie Sheen. Two years. Hey, whatever. Okay. <laughs> haven't won for two years. There's what I was saying like two days ago is there's three options, four options. You can run Tobias out there with a limited playbook, run Tobias out there with the full playbook, or do either of those two things with Taquan Marshall. Uh, and we've, I mean, it just sounds like there's one bad option out of those three options. That's the one that we do which is to run Taquan Marshall out there with the full playbook and lose every game. Hey, so, half of our games. That's well, every game. Well, four out of seven. That's basically every game. I mean... Positivity, Mr. Lawson. Teams Let teams adjust to the limited playbook. Why are we talking about making changes when people haven't made changes to, to what we're trying to do to adjust? We're literally doing their job for them. We're adjusting for them to go back to things that they can already stop. So either run Tobias with the limited playbook, run Taquan with the limited playbook, or let Tobias try to run the whole offense because running Taquan Marshall with the whole offense doesn't work and hasn't worked and won't work. I still like Taquan. I like Tobias. I just, I'm, I'm not convinced that Taquan's terrible. I do think you play your hot hand, though. And right now, just like, we, just like you should have played the hot hand at USF, I'm giving you that. Right now, Tobias, it's not just a hand. The cards are on fire, Cade. Like, play Tobias. I don't care, but don't take away what Taquan has done. We've seen, I think there's been an improvement in the culture around the team with him as a as a captain. Do you remember how toxic it was last year? There was a freaking fight in the locker room, Cade. Videotape fights in the Video locker room. It was on TMZ. Yeah. That's not a good look for the Hey, hey, TMZ Sports is a reputable media institution. I would rather have a bad locker room than no toxins. Last year, they didn't win, though. They didn't. Win. Why didn't they win? Mr. Lawson, it's not always just on the hot, quarterback. Hot hand. Taquan was the hot hand last year. When? <laughs> Tennessee. I think that's the, the that's the thing, though. We always go back to the Tennessee game as a sign of Taquan's potential, but it, it goes back to something that you were talking about a few weeks ago. It's we are we are so enamored by Taquan because of what we saw in his first appearance in white and gold. That we sometimes we don't necessarily see other like the other benefits or the benefits of other options that we have in front of us, and 
maybe this is a sign of the times and Paul will come out and start Tobias next week at UNC, which we'll get to in a bit. But I don't know. Maybe maybe are we doing the same thing with Tobias here, having a breakout performance against VT? That's the thing that I'm I'm a little bit afraid of. I don't know why. Y'all are acting like I hate Taquan Marshall. I don't think he's a bad quarterback or a bad player. You think he's a good A-back? I think that Paul Johnson is not good at is not putting him in any kind of position to succeed because he keeps letting him run plays that he's not comfortable running, which is weird to me that he lets him run those plays and then refuses to let Tobias attempt to run those plays. It just feels disingenuous. But he's, I mean, he's a fine player. He's played well for us for a long time as an A-back and then quarterback and then A-back again or whatever his path was. Um, we could have him for another year, actually, but they burned the red shirt in the league in 2014. Tobias? Or you mean Taquan? Taquan. Yeah. Yeah. We're, talk, we're talking Taquan now. TQM, Sorry, baby. I, I, I didn't yeah. But yeah, they, he, I'm with the first stuff. There's nothing wrong with him. They just, I don't think that a lot of the times the way Paul Johnson plays calls games with him, puts the team in any kind of good position to win. Um, even if it is a limited playbook, we've seen that Tobias Oliver running that playbook. And honestly, probably even Taquan Marshall running that playbook because it's less the quarterback and more the type of plays that the offensive line can't block, first of all, and that both quarterbacks apparently struggle to make reads on, second of all. So he will keep telling me their teams are going to adjust, but you got to let them adjust first or you're doing their job for them, and which is dumb. I think we'll see we'll see who Paul wants in the driver's seat when UNC we kick off at UNC this weekend. We know who he wants in the driver's seat. He'll always want the, the older guy in the driver's seat. Yep. He's always done that. What stat are you looking for? Just something. You you I'll say it when it's relevant. But the thing is, we're going to move on to the, talking about the UNC well, game, and you're just going to... Cade can talk about Tobias Oliver until the sun comes up again. Like, I'm not concerned about that moving on. Um, yeah, there's... Find your stat. Do, 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 do. Can't find the record. Um, waiting. Waiting. Because I don't want to just talk out of my... Uh, At least give us some context here. Wasn't Taquan's uh, rushing at Tennessee... The highest uh, single game performance of the yes. last two years. No, highest single game performance by a rushing quarterback in Georgia Tech history. Yeah, no, but I mean, of the entire, wasn't he the leading FBS single game rusher last I year? I don't know about that one. Hmm. I, hmm. I, I thought I read that somewhere, but I can't find Ramblin' Wreck because Ramblin' Wreck. Um, he was grabbing. Hey, the my, site redesign is great. It's just you can't search anything on there anymore. Yeah, no, I was looking at AJC instead. Um, but, uh, you know. He was great in that game, but he ran the same limited playbook and had success. And Tennessee also turned out to be hashtag not good. I thought we were seeing two top ten teams there. I'm not going to lie to you. I, think I mean, it looked did. like a good game, you know, to oh, not necessarily open up Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but really uh, inaugurate it. Open it up in our hearts. Yeah, open that. it up in our hearts. And, it, again, it's one of those games where we became enamored with the potential that Taquan had. My fear, like I said before, is are we doing the same thing with Tobias's performance in this game? All right, so here, I've got your stat for you right here. Okay. He broke three school records in the performance against Tennessee. Most rushing yards by a quarterback. The previous high was 199 by Eddie Pokoff. Pokoff? Yep. yep. Most rushing touchdowns of any position. The previous was four, set by Tevin Washington, and a loss to Middle Tennessee State, tragically. Um, and the most rushing attempts, which was 39. 
So Tobias actually broke those too. I don't know if they, I don't think he, he also won an ACC co rookie of the year. Oliver's 2015 rushing yards were the most by an ACC player this season. There's yeah. something else to look for. Can remember if Taquan was the most by an ACC uh, rusher last season. He also uh, set the ACC record for rushing yards by a quarterback and beat Lamar Jackson. Well, Rip. third highest total in Georgia Tech history for rushing yards. Interesting. Eddie Lee. Yeah. Eddie Lee Ivory. Ivory. I know that. Get the last name. Come on. Points off. <laughs> you stand when they stand. Oh, you stand when they stand. All uh, right. Uh, talking about UNC. Oh, UNC is so bad. UNC. So bad. How is that line only negative five? Uh, I have to throw my caveat, which is they're so bad, but kind of we are too. Like, they're, this is going to be... Uh, dumpster fire next to Brash? I don't... Wait, actually, there's a dumpster on fire next to your house. Man, God. God. I'm not the one that lives Oof. next to what south the south side of Chicago. Oh, got him too. I live on the west side, but in a bougie neighborhood. So thanks. Um, yeah, next to the south side of Chicago, it sounds like. Anyway, Kate, banter. UNC bad. Oh yeah, they are. Georgia Tech also meh. Larry Fedora's offense is always bothering. Noted neurologist. Sorry, excuse me. Dr. Fedora's offense has always been <laughs> giving us issues. They will continue to do it this year because our inside linebackers and our outside linebackers have both struggled a lot this year. And those are really key guys for stopping this spread, spread offense that has currently a left-handed quarterback, which bothers me just aesthetically. But he relates um, to the youths, guys. Have you not seen He's trying to defend American content? honor. His abs are green. But yeah, he's... He's going. I don't think they'll fire him actually, because his buyout's so big. But they've won one Where game. Come from what is with the ACC and giving out huge contracts? University of Southern Mississippi. What What is with the ACC and doing these weird buyouts? Because it's the same thing as Petrino. That's a. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, really, because they can't offer the same amount of money as bigger schools, and so the way they make up for it is by saying, if we ever have to fire you, well, first of all, we won't fire you, so we have like infinite job security if we can afford it. Second of all, if we do, you'll get paid a lot of money. Ah, uh, this is the headline I was looking for. North Carolina football coach Larry Fedora tries way too hard to be hip for recruits in goofy video. This man has a like history of being an idiot. So like, I I don't know if we should. Uh... My dude, ACC Media Day. I, I, I think know, I know I know that, but like, like noted. Who, who takes him seriously? Anymore? He's a noted neurologist. I think we should take him at face value. Is that what the hell is that, kid? That's lit. Who's with him? All right, stop, stop looking at Google Images. Don't be Why, weird. Where'd you get beach photos of Larry Fedora from? <laughs> I looked up Larry Fedora. That's okay. that's fair enough. That's fair. That's a legitimate answer. Incredibly I, I fair. That. Incredibly fair. I can accept that. That's that's good enough for me. Um, so I will accept it without asking further questions. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh. Keenan Memorial Stadium, which has hedges next to it, I will add. Hedges. If there's if there's anybody here in Athens listening to this. Hedges. 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 And Argyle, but also hedges. 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 Um, has been a notoriously like sketch place for us to play. 2014, we took an L up there. We tied in, in 1990. Barely. I, I'm not, I don't know. I, 
I don't like playing in Chapel Hill, and I'm not saying it's like jinxed or whatever. It's a noon 15 game. Like, what like, is you? Nothing oh, bad, God, I hate the ACC. Nothing bad happens at noon. Nothing spooky happens at noon 15. Like, it is the weekend after Halloween, though. It's actually noon and a quarter. Noon and a quarter. Okay. Quarter till half past noon? How's that? Quarter to half. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, but also, no. It took me a minute, but it makes sense. Math is hard. Classic. Clock math is hard. Classic Georgia Tech. Over engineering. <laughs> so line is attack uh, by five right Tech now. Five. The last time I checked, five. That's what the show notes say. I feel like it should be tech by ten. So I'm going to take tech to cover. Uh, well, they give they give UNC the three point slide for being at home. Um, in the in making the odds, I'm. Hey, I don't it's know. Like two and a half. Hey, I'll have you know that their attendance is down this year. Probably, because they took 12,000 seats out of the stadium last it's year. It's like they're a basketball bats. school. It's almost like they're a basketball school. Thank but you then again, school. I can't really say anything considering we have they've made the ACC title game more recently than we have. Are we a basketball school? We're a women's volleyball school. Are we a women's volleyball school? Women's tennis? Men's golf. Women's tennis. Maybe softball this year. World Except World we Rally. did lose to West Georgia. League of Legends. Week. Club swimming, yeah, woo! No, no, yeah, League of woo. Legends. Georgia Tech swimming. <laughs> League of Legends. Did you even take drown proofing? I did not take. Can we bring back drown proofing? I kind of wanted to do that. Like I read about it, and I was like, that sounds that sounds like it built character. Like you know, you know when you talk to somebody. And this is just, like Larry Fedora talking they, about how football builds American honor. They, they, you just hold them under for a minute, and they get, when they come up, they're stronger. <laughs> the oxygen strengthens the brain. Makes <laughs> it steel. It's like forming. I learned about that in, in design and manufacturing. Though, you know, it, it makes all the grains go down. All right, we're starting to turn into a manufacturing podcast now. And uh, I Ashe hate that. Shay doesn't understand what that is because I'm a an CS major. I'm not a real engineer. Kate's an economical engineer. Yes, sir. Financial engineer. Stocks engineer. He knows curves. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, no. Um, just like Atlanta United's points total this year. Nice. <laughs> no supporter shield. Shut up. We're not talking about it. Anyway, what we you are talking about next. told me six weeks ago you were going to win that. Talking lost. about it. They lost. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. The Atlanta sports did. I don't want to talk about it. It's still the regular season. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Playoffs are all that matters. God, you're such an American. Anyway, let's talk about another great American, possibly the sport's greatest American that runs the triple option, Mr. Paul Johnson, and his big balls calls of the week. Uh, so last week, the gang here went two and two. Mr. Cade, how did you do? I think I did good. I picked Baylor, I, no, I picked West Virginia over Baylor in like the Battle of the Deplorables or something. I forgot what I called it. Yes, it was the Battle of the Deplorables. case? No, no, it was definitely Deplorables. Uh, yeah. I had the word Deplorables. Bowl of deplorables. That's what they do. Deplorable. Deplorable. Said oh it first. my goodness. Said it first. Uh, y'all are good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I picked West Virginia probably by a lot, which they won by a lot. So I'm gonna say I was right, even though I don't. I don't think I technically won it, but I picked them. Um, you did good. How about this week, what what you got cooking this week? Pittsburgh versus everyone. I need you to um, applaud this. Number twenty three, Virginia. Number God. Didn't you hear me say applaud? No. Please clap. Are you 
Mr. Brady Hoke, please clap. Bronco Mendenhall, he is now he is now a higher ranking than he has ACC players on his roster. Oh, twenty-seven man. players, and he is number twenty-three. That's very impressive for George Bile. Your clones are very impressive, Mr. Mendenhall. They, UVA has a significantly better chance at winning the Coastal than anybody else. They, I think, last time I saw, they had a sixteen percent chance of beating Clemson in the ACC championship game. What? I think I picked them to finish last in my coastal. Most common this year. sense people did. I Didn't they lose? They lost to Indiana this year. They lost to Indiana. They're know. bad. If you, I'm sorry, mom. If you're listening to this, your school is bad. Like, can, I'm I'm embarrassed for the coastal. I'm embarrassed for the coastal. I mean, the coastal is kind of a dumpster fire this year. If we're being completely honest. They're ranked. They're the only ranked. That's so stupid. That's Where's Miami? I thought Miami was back. No. Where? No. Where, where, Mark Richt has lost control of Miami. Mark, Mark, Mark Richt, come sell me some Fords, man. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Republican. What? Division? All right. For the division. It's a seven and a half point line towards Virginia. Oh, for the game. It's Virginia. Oh, we're still talking about the division. It's Sorry, Virginia. I'm tired. I took a shot. Duke almost lost. Uh, Duke almost. No, no. Did Duke beat Pittsburgh by a lot, or did they almost Pittsburgh's lose? Three and one in the ACC. I hate this division so much. Yeah. So much. Save me Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. What a guy. Also, Speaking of Tom also, Cruise. if we had just beat Pitt or Duke, we could be in the driver's seat for the division. And you know how much different that would be right now? We'd be talking about Georgia Tech, 5-3 five, five and three Georgia Tech, in their easy path to the conference championship game. That's a big difference right there. I know a quarterback who could have done that. I know a quarterback that almost did that. Rhyme with... Justin Jamis? Also, right, yes. Yes, that one too. I, I miss that kid. So do I. That one Even though he's older than me. Sorry, Justin. I'm, I'm excited for the Atlanta Legends, by the way. Because just, Justin signed with the Legends, right? Uh, I think Georgia Tech is within their like recruiting range or signable range. As okay. far as I was... There's, there's, I understand the way that... It, players there. If we're talking about... The AAF is a weird league. They have... Each of them has, like, territories that they can... Of schools that they can take players from. It's, it's very odd. So I could get a JT Atlanta Legends jersey. You could, but also their color scheme is, it is very gross. weird. It is gross. What is, is that it? the purple, like, New Orleans uniform? Yo, uh, Kansas City Chiefs Media, if you listen to this, uh, can I have a Butker jersey? Yes, please. If, if Make that two. Make that two. Kate, you want one? Those are so cool. Let's go. Make let's it go three. three. And and Timberwolves, if you're out there, we'll take three of Kogi's too. Yeah. Those are those are some dope jerseys. I saw some guy at the Rish uh, Murmur uh, uh, homecoming concert. I don't know how you say this. Rish Murmured? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of consonants. It, GT Marketing. If you're out there, I'm sorry I said it wrong, but good job, guys. We didn't talk about that last week. I thought we? we did. I don't know. I can't remember, but it it was a good reveal. Um, I hope Marcus Watson enjoyed his time here. Uh, let's not get into that we one. Don't have this to get is a into football it. podcast today. It is a football. We're podcast. saving the we're saving the basketball stuff for a couple weeks from now when they actually start uh, their season. Uh, basketball season starts on November 9th against uh, Lamar. Against Lamar, it's very soon. They've got an exhibition uh, on Saturday against Florida Tech, and the women have an exhibition against Coastal Georgia on Sunday at 2 p.m. Yes. So if you're around on the flats, interesting. But time to get back. To the picks, the big balls Mr. Grant. Oh, wait, we never talked about my pick last I week. know. We're working on it. We're all getting right, there right, next. Right. Mr. Grant. So uh, Clemson headed down to uh, the Hogwarts on the swamp. Uh, Please tell me that's not actually what they call that. No, it's disgusting, and it's a giant castle made out of bricks. Well, you got though, the warts so. part right. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, the joke at Dope was just as pathetic as I always dreamed it would be. Um, sorry, Florida State. Um, might want to go back to not losing. I don't know. That was probably more fun for them. Guys, we're better than Florida State this year. Didn't that? Go Don't say that. Uh, Don't say that. I, I, I mean, we'll never find out because we'll, we're never looking going to go into that. We'll never find out, but you heard it here first, kids. Um, yeah, no. Uh, number two, Clemson beat the free seafood out of them. Uh, Seminoles lost 59-10. For a while, it was charting to be their worst shutout at Doak ever, and then Clemson's, like, 17th stringers. I don't know, like, some some English major and, like, the guy who's, like, scooping ice cream downtown and probably, like, the guy that rings the bells in Tillman were, uh, were mopping up at the, by the second quarter at that point. So, good job, Tigers. You did exactly what you needed to, and you, I don't know, you beat the spread. People probably got a lot of money. Uh, you won a lot of money if you bet the over on that one. I think we should have a reunion for my for playing Florida State. Do you want to have one? I want to have a reunion. So a replay of the 2012 and also 2014 ACC championship games. I'm challenging Ooh. you right now, Florida State. After calling this, him out. So like, can so I use like, this as clickbait on the yes, article? Yes. In Cade challenges who? Who? Instead, <laughs> instead of playing in Charlotte, we should play them in like some random Tampa. town halfway. No. Some random town halfway between here and Tallahassee in like a high school stadium. Valdosta? Yeah, like Valdosta High. I, 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 Macon? I guess that's no, not Macon. Macon is closer. We got Mercer. We could we Savannah play at Mercer. Would be fun. Savannah's half-ish. Like a neutral site. The yeah, world, the world's largest nerd and other party. I don't know. Knock off UGA and Florida. I don't think it's really a world's largest. That'd just be world's saddest. World's largest uh, context switch. Sure, let's go with that. Incongruency. World's World's largest gaggle of very oh, misfit people. Savannah is so equidistant. Oh. Like straight up. Four and a half hours. What's the ma- What's the biggest stadium in Savannah? Football stadium. Savannah State though. Football. Oh dear. Oh dear. Let's just like take like a big grassy space next to like the airport runway and just put in a bunch of temporary bleachers. It's probably bigger than whatever. Is that basically what happened in the Georgia finale Tech, of Blue Mountain State? Georgia Tech's got a Savannah campus. There's probably some land around there. Isn't that joint campus with Georgia SCAD? Tech, I don't know. Is that why we always swim against SCAD? Probably. Ugh. No, that's just because our coach uh, has some interesting decisions on uh, scheduling. Yeah, the new guy was nice, though, so shout out, new guy. I, I, I wish them well. Go Jackets. They're up to 17th in the poll. So, good for them. Nice. Good. All right. No so, uh, Ethan, who's not here, sadly, because, uh, Cade, what's his injury? What's on his injury report this week? Oh, he forgot to answer in the form of a question on Jeopardy. Oh, He's still recovering. Yeah, you hate to see it. Trebek just, is mean about that stuff, man. He is. He's savage. He called out some kid on like Kids Week a couple weeks ago. Ever since Sean Connery got in his head, Trebek just hasn't been the same. They took him off his Disney ride, too. It's a shame. Sad. Anyway, Ethan uh, had number 25, App State, versus Georgia Southern. Uh, App State was favored by 8.5, and, a half and uh, oh boy. They did not get eight and a half in this game. They did not. They went down to Statesboro. And... Oof. Yikes. Statesboro uh, or Georgia Southern and the uh, and the option walloped them from Statesboro. Did they still run the option down there? Didn't they? Where? Didn't they can? Uh, no, that was Van Gorder. Van Gorder canned it. But Van Gorder they... trashed it. He was like, there is no well, that, option. That's the, that's the whole Joey Weaver's article from 2015. Also, if, you, if you've if you never read that, go read it. It's funny. I, I would personally like to see... Uh, 
Joey come out of retirement to uh, rehash that and send it to our boys over at Card Chronicles. But uh, yeah, shout out Louisville. Good but job, yeah, kids. so uh, Georgia Southern won by twenty and uh, got their first win over a ranked team ever. Whew. So uh, shout out fellow Option Bros down yep. there. Uh, but rip Ethan's record in our picks. I don't even know if we're keeping track of those. He's on Probably. That seems legit. Yeah, seems legit. Uh, but in other news, I also was I also did not win did last week. It. I did even worse. He probably. thought a two and five Navy team hey, was going to be it Notre looked, Dame in a in a neutral side game. But we all know there's going to be more Notre Dame fans out there. Hey, it was at a, it, it was only in San Diego because of the proximity to the naval base. Yeah, but 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 Notre Dame. I mean, no, there are Notre Dame fans everywhere. Exactly. They're all sleeper agents. Like I thought this game was going to be a sleeper upset for uh, for Navy. And it uh, wasn't. Notre Dame won by 22. It was uh, it was not fun. It was not fun to watch. It was uh, not fun to read about later. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're on to uh, for number 20, Fresno State, who's a 25-point favorite. This is this week's, favorite. to be yes, clear. This, this week. Akshay's new pick. We're on to uh, number 20, Fresno State, who's a 25-point favorite versus UNLV. That prestigious educational institution. Yeah, UNLV, uh, who's in their near future sharing a stadium with the Las Vegas Raiders or whatever. Because NFL stadiums shared with college teams always go well. Yeah, that uh, Las Vegas tax bondugal. I stand when they stand. I'm talking. About, I'm thinking about their the end zones on Sunday. So ugly. Oh, with the Rams stadium? Yeah. The Rams. yeah. That was and the, bad. Like scratched out Pac-12 logo. It wasn't even scratched out. Line. They just tried to... It wasn't even scratched out. It was just they faded. It. No, it was just faded. They probably got that Michigan guy to come like cleat him. Yeah. That's a good reference. That's a good reference. Big Ten football. Woo! Big Ten football sucks. But you know what doesn't suck? Some Mountain West Conference action. Because it blows. But... Number Fresno State is uh, arguably the best group of five team in the nation. If you don't count defending national champions UCF, who's ranked like stop. ninth that now, is right? Don't stop. Don't defending national don't champions stop. UCF. They ducked Georgia Tech, led by Taquan Marshall. They knew they would have lost. They knew they would have lost. We offered them our stadium. We we offered them. Hey, they're coming back in twenty one. Cowards. I don't want them in twenty one. I want them now. I want them last year, and I want to go to that Do you really home. want them now? Do you really? Boy, we're talking about Gus Malzontron 2.0. His, like, robot son. <laughs> Get on the Gus bus. John Heisman's on the Gus bus. Uh, Gus John bus. Heisman, I don't, I'm not sure he lived to see any sort of bus. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one, boss, uh, but I'll take, I'll take Fresno State. He did leave town on a steam train, so. They're Jeff ranked. Tedford. Why they're ranked, ranked number 20th. They were good. Jeff Tedford. Derek Carr, rest in peace. Derek Carr, rest in peace. I know you cried on a football field last week, but, you know. He did? Yes, did allegedly. Um, his fragile masculinity. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this joke. His mascara, not his masculinity. <laughs> his masculinity ran right out of the building when he put on that mascara out there. He looks like an edgy Jehovah's Witness. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Go look Google image search Derek Carr. I'm doing it right now. All right. I don't, I, I, I don't know about this. Jehovah's Witnesses Derek Carr. Oh, I spelled Derek very wrongly. Oh, no. We're going to. 
I don't want to. <laughs> I got a birth announcement for a Jehovah Witness named Derek. Carr. Was that from Reddit? I think it was on Reddit. Um, no, you need a Facebook. There it is. There it is. Is th- is that what a Jehovah's Witness looks like? I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't say I know a lot of them. Yeah. I can I'm, see him knocking on my door. <laughs> can I interest you in uh, a Cabin Weekend T-shirt? Actually, they're not going to understand our references from non-Funkaropacy things. Can I interest you in uh, only one win this season? That's more relatable. That's more there relatable. Mm-hmm. Well, we've uh, already blown by that by four times. That's so ever that's good for us. See, people will listen to this podcast in like 3020. And they'll be like, ha, Georgia Tech was only winning one game back then too. That's funny. <laughs> they got some bread. Not very much of it. Not very much of it. Some crumbs. They need some milk. They need some Derek Carr. <laughs> no. Anyways, not anyways. the uh, not the Derek Carr that plays for for the Raiders. Maybe the baby. I, maybe 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 by thirty twenty he'll be leaving that team. Anyways, everyone we know will be dead by thirty twenty. But you know, actually, don't be so dark. Anyways, but you're also realistic. Um, clearly, I can handle death well. Uh, so my Ooh. pick this week, speaking of death, is uh, Notre Dame number three uh, visiting. Beautiful Ryan Field uh, in Evanston, Evanston. Illinois. Got to Gotta love Notre Dame fans and Northwestern fans. Um, this is this is a game that rings near and dear to my heart. And in order to pick this game, I'm going to be looking at the Friday weather in Evanston because if the wind is out of the northeast, off the lake, it is going to be cold the next day. And right now, the wind all day until 7 p.m. is trending out of the northeast which I think spells bad sign for the Domers. Uh, so they might not cover, but Northwestern is also trash. Um, so go figure. The stadium is going to be full of Domers because Chicago is full of Notre Damer fans, and uh, I don't like that. Um, the uh, tickets are going for about 102 on uh, ESPN. There's 1,250 of them left in a stadium that is not that big. How big is it? Uh, I believe it's... The proper answer was not that big, again. Ryan Field seats 47,000. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. 47,130. I assume a lot of those are going to be Notre Dame fans. Um, I think that ticket price is going to go down because they're going to not be able to sell 1,200 to ambivalent Northwestern fans on a cold, gross night in Chicago. Uh, And Notre Dame is going to blow that line out of the water. So... Northwestern is sneaky, though. North, Northwestern is sneaky, which is why I think this will be an interesting game to watch. It's on uh, it's on ESPN. It's your 7.15 p.m. game. So uh, Add that one to your tasting menu. Tasting that menu. A, that's one to watch. The first half. The wind will be good. Um, you're going to want to be playing uh, to not be kicking into the south end zone late at night because uh, the wind's going to be out of the south. You also want to stay out of the south side of Chicago. Evanston is about as far north as you can be going. Exactly. Good for them. I don't with all them gold on that helmets, I don't, I don't know if Notre Dame would make it back to South Bend. All them gold on that helmet. <laughs> all them gold. All it's gold. three. It's a three-hour bus ride back to back to South Bend. It's, yes, I have driven that drive many times. Um, sadly, um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm, my heart's with the Wildcats, but my money's with the with, with the Fighting Irish. So. Are you gonna Are you gonna lock that one in? I'm gonna lock that one in. Notre Dame's gonna. Imagine gonna we take just played a, a locking. Some sort of locking sound. We don't have our soundboard Click. because uh, Kate has been lazy. But what, I'll, I'll do verbally what they want me to have. Ding! Like a lock. Spurrier. Control. 
Spurrier! Spurrier! That guy is scary. I watched that the other day. That I don't know why I watched it, but... He needs some milk. He looks like he's just just like human milk. Like that. He's, he's weird. He, I think this podcast weird. is starting to get weird. So yeah, we should, it's, uh, it's we should probably call it. We've been spending like 20 minutes on the big balls calls. Cade, what's your pick? I already went. You went? Virginia versus Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, we had a conversation about how Virginia was ranked. I missed all... Oh, wait, we did because I talked about Indiana. Wow. Sorry. He only remembers the Big Ten game, sad. Not a true not I a took true a couple fan. shots to the head in water polo tonight, so let's just chalk it up to that. Noted neurologist Larry Fedora is going to help me out, though. Dr. I, I Twittered him, so we're, we're good. Dr. Fedora, hopefully he can get you back to 100% and not just send you back into the game like Brady Do you think Post. he'll give me a free trip up to, uh, to Chapel Thrill for the weekend? No. Oh, that's not fun. Because Franklin Street, man, it's a pretty fun town. I don't know. You're underage. I am underage, but that doesn't mean you can't have a nice burger and some ice cream. Because that's wholesome fun. Go Jackets. Go Wholesome Podcast. Get your mind out of the gutter, Akshay. Yikes. Anyway, uh, I think that kind of brings us to a nice little end to another episode of Signs of the Southland. Mr. Lawson, where are you available online? They can, They need to go listen to a previous episode if they want to find where I'm available. I'm tired of saying it every single time. So Why I'm can't you Twitter, just play along? Twitter, Facebook. Google Plus? <laughs> Probably, honestly. Oh, uh, my Google Plus is still up there. Um, your information was probably uh, probably stolen, but uh, it's fine. Oh, happy birthday to my dad. It's his birthday Aww. today. If, Aww. if he still listens to this podcast, happy birthday to him. <sighs> um, also, happy birthday to Howard McDonald. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awkward. Continue, Mr. Grant. All right. So, uh, if you guys would like to... Uh, oh, no. He has the Millennial Dictionary pulled up. Oh, God. If you <laughs> if Stop y'all would listening like to now. with me on the Twitters, uh, hustle and yeet on over to uh, my very extra Twitter page. It's quite the squad. Please I'm help. always on that grind. Please uh, help. We can uh, dish some tea about everything from... Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. That's what the youths are saying. Uh <laughs> okay, mister, I'm 19. I'm 20. Close enough. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's not funny That's when you Mike do Gundy. it. That's Mike Gundy. Sorry, sorry, Mike Gundy, you're, you're the real MVP. You made Oklahoma. You don't have a mullet. Boo. All right, petition. Close. I'm going to leave a poll on this vi- on this, uh, on this this podcast on the article. I'm not Vote in that mullet. if you want Jake to grow out a mullet. I'm He'll do it for, uh, I guess, no no I'll haircut November. Five, five votes. No. <laughs> no haircut November. Yeah, there's... Uh, well... You're so basic, Akshay. You're no going be right in the fields. Let's get turned. Come on. Goals. Wow. I think I hit... Please close this. I hit every, I hit every word on the list. But let's go to Nash Vegas this weekend. All right. There's the rest. Why was Nash Vegas on that list? Because the, 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 the women's tennis played at Vanderbilt, silly. God. Yikes. He's got nothing. I think I win. From the Rumble Seat commentary, did, did I win? From did the I Bastion. Lose? From the Bastion. The commentariat, I respect all of y'all very, very deeply. Um, yes. Um, also, shout out Akshay I for the uniform guy, my favorite new oh, column on God the website. I was going to do a uniform review in this episode, but we've already gone past 45 minutes. So, uh, oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, we should. Uh, Get the Akshay life. Uh, TLDR, n- this is never pair. Right 
Never pair gold, a gold helmet, a gold chrome helmet, and a gray uniform at Minnesota. You're doing it wrong, and you're awful. But they would have been. You really, have bad hot takes. It would have been really easy to see their helmets in the snowstorm. They were inevitably going to get in the middle of October up there. Come on, son. You had one job. Come on, man. I had one job to decide the Minnesota costume. They sucked. Those uniforms sucked. They got a D. They were lit. Get that does not curve at goals. the University of Minnesota. You're uh, just salty. You need some milk. <laughs> Roast. Shots fired. Throwing shade. Oh, throwing shade. Yikes. Uh, but for... Yikes. There's another one. <laughs> no, it's yike. The millennials are saying yike. The singular no yike. But for uh, that guy over here on the other side of the table, Mr. Cade Lawson, and the other guy over here on the third side of the table, basically, <laughs> Mr. Jake Grant, uh, this is your host, Akshay Shwaran, signing off, and we will see you next side on the flats. Peace out. <laughs>